0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Vandy Sports Podcast. Here's your host, Chris Lee. Commodore fans, on your feet. It's time to anchor down. Welcome to the Vandy Sports Podcast. I am your host, Chris Lee. This show presented by Dr. Jody Jones, DDS. It's part of the 440 Sports Network. Our guests on the show today, Ken Seals. Ken was off last week from the podcast, and also Vanderbilt was off from the football schedule, so we gave everybody a break. So with that, we are resuming our weekly in-season episodes with Ken Seals, and with that, let's get right to our interview with Ken. Ken Seals joins us as he does every week. The Commodores coming off an off week, so Ken had some time to rest and recharge. We skipped last week, but we're back at it this week. Ken, thanks for joining us. Hope you're doing well.
1: Oh, I'm doing really good. We are back at it, back in action, and uh, I am excited. It's uh, definitely a fun week and looking forward to it, so let's get after it. I can hear the excitement in your voice.
0: Give everybody (laughs) an update on how you're doing with your health.
1: Yeah, it's been going well. Um, You know, I feel like I'm getting uh, better every week. Um, There's uh, been a little bit of an increase in participation, you know, as, you know, I've begun healing. And so, um, I'm still looking forward to getting back to full health and, uh, we'll see, uh, what all that uh, means for me, how much, you know, coach Lee and the coaches are willing to release on my updates, but, um, um, you know, I'm feeling, feeling better about where I'm at. Uh, we'll, we'll have to see how I keep developing, but, um, uh, it's encouraging to see improvement to say the least. I, um, uh, I am hoping to continue to see that trend. So, Um, it's, it it has been encouraging though.
0: Well, it's been a few weeks and I think we talked about it some on the podcast, but if anybody missed it, tell everybody what the injury was, how it happened, your recovery process, what you've been through with rehab, anything that you're comfortable sharing there. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) That's why we got a little shout out. (laughs) I love it. It's, um, it's been good. Uh, so, in. I, guess, I mean, I guess against Florida, I, um, I had heard it late in the game. Um, didn't actually uh, come out whenever it happened. I didn't uh, really know anything was wrong with me. And so kept playing for a little bit longer after that. And then uh, afterwards, I, I was like, yeah, this is, this is bothering me. So doctors checked me out and uh, they're like, yeah, you probably don't need to go back in there. And so uh, after that, started going to rehab. Uh, trying to get uh, things fixed up for me, and um, it's been a process since then. So I think uh, Florida was about a month ago. So it's um it's been about a month since uh, I've seen the field and seen the action. So um it's a uh, it's definitely starting to make me a little bit sad. I'm I'm missing it out and um not being able to be out there with uh, my brothers. So um you know everything's been going good though as far as my recovery. It's um it's it's been improving. And uh, I feel good about it, but you know it's um, not really up to me at this point. So,
0: yeah, that was October ninth. Uh, when this podcast gets heard, it'll be November the 9th for most people. Some may catch it tonight as we're doing this on Monday the eighth. But yeah, it's crazy. It has been almost exactly a month, and yeah, I, I know that's had gotta be tough for you. I mean, you have how long did you even go without being able to throw a football?
1: uh like three three and a half weeks so it wasn't until recently um it was uh yeah it was you know one of those things it's like throwing a football isn't like something you just uh could pick up and start doing again as high a level as you had been if you'd been throwing every day you know it was uh there's a little bit of rust that comes with it and so trying to keep the rust off you know as best you can is the most difficult part but I mean, it's, it's like a golfer or anything. If you take, you know, just a couple of days off, you're like, huh, oh, this you know, doesn't feel right. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a very delicate, <laughs> I think, uh, process for me and, I uh, just got to get back into it. But, you know, I'm confident that I'm able to do that. So
0: when's the last time you went three and a half weeks without throwing football in your life?
1: You know, I literally was like in the training room. I was like, I don't know since if I started playing football that I've gone this long without throwing a football like it it was weird and I was like you know probably since like fifth grade I don't know it's you know and and sometimes I'll have the thought of like man like I wonder when the last day was that football didn't like cross my mind it's just like I'll have like those weird thoughts like that but I'm I can almost say certainly that there hasn't been a time since I picked up the football at least since like I don't know middle school that I just didn't throw for like three weeks straight, so it's um it's been quite unusual for me.
0: This season of the Vandy Sports Podcast is made possible by my friend Dr. Jody Jones DDS. When it comes to general or cosmetic dentistry services, Jody is the best in Nashville, and just check out his client list; it testifies to that. He sees movie stars, music stars athletes, coaches, you name it. Jody is the dentist of choice for stars in Nashville, but he sees regular folks like you and I as well. And what people like about the experience is the ambiance. Someone described it to me as a tooth spa. I went in and looked at it myself. That's exactly what it is. It is a relaxing, friendly environment. So whether your dental needs are general or cosmetic, go see Jody, call him at 615-270-2322. His office is located at 55 Music Square East, not far from downtown Nashville, not far from the Vanderbilt campus. Jody is a former Vanderbilt football player, a huge booster of Commodore athletics. His support as the title sponsor for season seven is the reason we are able to do this podcast. Go see Dr. Jody Jones today. Thank him for his support of the Vandy Sports Podcast and tell him you heard about it here. How many times in the last month have you gone to just pick up a football as you've done, you know, tens of thousands of times in your life to throw it or to grip it or whatever, and and then it occurred to you the minute you touched it? Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, probably, I don't really forget, you know, it's kind of uh, something that stays with me. It's, um, you know, even, like, when I'm when I'm eating, sometimes I won't even notice, but I'll, like, uh, be eating differently because of it. Um, just different uh you know, things like that. It's, it's not something that I was like, Oh yeah, I'm injured. Um, it's, uh, it's frustrating though, whenever, you know, like throwing a football, doesn't feel fluid or normal. Um, and it's not just all like clicking the way that you want it to. Um, and you know, that's, that's rust. And I felt rust before, but it, it takes, you know, time to get past those things. But, um, You know, I I feel good about where I'm at right now. I think, you know, at least for me, you know, while I've been injured, I feel like I've done a pretty good job keeping the rust off and trying to do the best I can to not let this time off affect me negatively. You guys did
0: not play last week. What was different about your week with not having a game?
1: Yeah, it was a lot more um, rest and recovery emphasis. Obviously, you know, we uh, we looked a lot at the – um, improvement stuff, I think we had, you know, like a couple periods in practice where, uh, it was like, um, different, like corrections from, uh, the last game on Saturday. And, uh, other than that, it was like, we kind of like cut things short a little bit. Um, we had a practice today, which is, uh, not usual for Mondays. Usually on Mondays, we'll just have like a walkthrough just to like get our bodies moving, work out some soreness from the game on Saturday. But, um, we had a, um, a full padded practice. Um, it was only about, uh, I think an hour and a half or two hours. So it wasn't as intense as it normally is, but, um, uh, got, got a little bit of jump on the week and I think, uh, we're going to stick with that trend for the rest of the week and, uh, probably take from what I've heard, uh, some player loads down, uh, for the remaining schedule, just like the last three weeks, um, just to make sure that, you know, on this last stretch of games, guys aren't wearing their bodies out and, um, uh, you know, making sure we keep everyone healthy and feeling fresh because especially during this time of year, it can be very easy to for guys to wear themselves out and to start to get, um, I don't know, bumps, bruises that accumulate into larger issues. So making sure that we got everyone healthy for these last three games because we're going to need everyone. How much football did you watch
0: last Saturday or did you watch it for all? And if you did, who, who did you watch?
1: Yeah, I uh, I went back and forth uh, across a couple games. Um, I was watching the, uh, the Auburn-A&M game. Um, obviously, you know, our, our boy uh, Donovan Kaufman is out there playing at defense for Auburn, and uh, I saw him get a fumble on one play, so it's cool to see him doing good, and I watched that a little bit. And then also, too, I know a couple guys that uh, play for Texas A&M Um you know, that was, a. I guess, that game in and of itself had its own issues. Um, I saw something that was like, if you love uh, love great defense and bad quarterback play, that was your Super Bowl. <laughs> so it's just like, ah, <laughs> but um, I watched that game. I got to sit down and uh, watch uh, some other games with my dad. I watched like the first half of the Cowboys game. Um, that was that was rough for anyone that you know kept up with the Cowboys. or likes to hate on the Cowboys seems like a lot of people do. It was a rough week for us this week, but um no, I I mean I, I didn't really pay too close attention. Oh, I saw um, Missouri Georgia. Um, I know the quarterback for Missouri that was playing since a baseline got hurt. Uh, Brady Cook. Me and him were good friends back whenever we we're going to like different camps and stuff, and we talked for a little bit after uh, the game when we played him. And so it was cool to see him out there getting reps. Um, we talked about the defense that he was playing a little bit and how, uh, how they're pretty good this year, which was, uh, it was kind of comical. But, um, uh, yeah, it was nice just to be able to relax and uh, watch the football a little bit, not, not um, be too stressed about any of the results or outcomes. Just enjoy it.
0: Well, you mentioned quarterback play in the Auburn A&M game. I watched all of that. And I know Bo <laughs> Nix wasn't at his best, but my goodness, Texas a ms defensive line, those guys are
1: monsters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they uh, they recruit well. You know, I think uh, I'd like to see where they're all from. I'm I'm almost certain that all the guys that they get from Texas, because um, it, it seems like a lot of the guys that I knew that were on that team are all from, from Texas, and they, they do a good job keeping guys home. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I remember whenever we played them, Uh, they were there were some big guys I was taking you know my first college football hits from that defensive line (laughs) so it's uh it kind of sticks with me for a little bit
0: Missouri obviously a game you guys had a shot at until late I know that you've gone back and looked at film and such now that you've had a couple weeks to process what you saw what do you take away from that game good and bad
1: Yeah, I think um, a couple things we did well is we made uh, explosive plays out of our base plays. You know, we weren't, like, drawing up, like, these big shot plays or trick plays to go and uh, get our uh, chunk yards out of. We were making things happen on the ground that um, uh, were just, you know, base calls. Like, we we like this call against this defense, and we made them hit. And um, I thought Mike did a great job, especially on some of his uh, speed option game. Um, they misery gave us a great defensive look to run that sort of stuff. And, uh, I thought we ran it really well against them. Um, and they, you know, in the past, they had played their safety really high, like almost like NFL safety depth, like almost 15, like se- pushing 17 yards deep at times. And, um uh, they brought him down and played us a little bit lower. And so that kind of changed things in the way that we had game planned. And so, um, we started doing stuff a little bit differently. Um, but you know we were close. I thought, um, you know, they're a good team, but you know, I, I I don't I think the thing that we're learning this year is we we can't give anyone any more credit than they deserve. I was watching, not I I didn't watch it, but I heard what had happened to Florida this last weekend, and I was like, that just it, it makes me so angry because I feel like those games, like whenever we're in it, like not maybe not by the point differential, you know, we we already talked about this game specifically, but like. I think, you know, we had more yards gained on offense than they did at halftime and we were down like three scores. It was it's just like the inability for us to get in the end zone was frustrating, um the lack of execution on offense and then obviously, you know, the um the no call on fourth down to CP that you know is frustrating for me and you know for everyone else and him. But um you know, it's just like sometimes I feel like we give guys too much credit and they don't deserve it. And we don't really give ourselves enough of that credit. Like we think that, you know, we're not supposed to be a part of that conversation. And, you know, I think as we see, you know, these teams that we play, like, I don't know, Stanford beating Oregon, you know, just different things like that. It's like games that we actually, like, legitimately had a shot in. It's like, we're not a bad football team whenever we can get everything firing and play complimentary football with, you know, the offense, defense, and special teams. So, you know, I think um, they did a lot of good things, but, you know, I think we got the athletes to go out and win those games like that. And um, especially these next three weeks, I think, you know, obviously like we're already talking about, don't give anyone any more credit than they deserve because, you know, Kentucky's coming off three straight losses and they're feeling the effects of a long season. So, um, you know, that's all we're worried about right now. But, I mean, I think we got every piece of the puzzle that we need to go out and win this weekend.
0: This may be a little personal for you to answer, but you're seeing coaches getting dismissed across the country here and there. And what reminded me of it was you mentioned Florida and Florida got rid of an offensive line coach and its defensive coordinator over the weekend. Of course, about mm-hmm. this time a year ago, you guys went through that with Coach Derek Mason's dismissal. What was that like for all of you guys? How did you find out? Just what was that whole 24-hour process from leaving Missouri to finding out the next day like for you and the team?
1: Yeah, it was um, – yeah, I remember how it happened. We uh, We had woke up on sunday morning to a teamworks message saying there's a mandatory meeting in the indoor at like 9 a.m and um there's a whole bunch of seats uh laid out everywhere um all you know covid spread out you know everyone's wearing their mask and stuff you know because mm-hmm. we're still in covid <laughs> at this time and um coach uh coach mason kind of walked in there he's like um I'm sorry we couldn't win. Um, we didn't get the job done. Um, I've had my time to try and do it, and we just uh, didn't get enough. You know, And I'm, this was over a year ago, so I'm trying to paraphrase as much as I can and get it right, but i pretty much saying how he cared about all of us um, and that Coach Fitch was going to be the interim head coach, and then Coach Fitch came and you know said his piece about how um, – how much he appreciated working for coach Mason and bringing him on the staff. And, um, we still got two games left this season. And then, you know, uh, uh, Dr. Lee, uh, came and talked to us for a little bit and said that, you know, before the season had started, this was kind of the expectation and had this been normal times, the season would have been over by now. So that's, that was the reason for it happening at the time that it did and uh, you know i don't know how much of this is known or not so if i'm saying something that's not known I, I hope i don't get in trouble but um it's um it it was a tough time i think you know uh i talked to every you know everyone, there was a giant line of guys that wanted to talk to coach mason afterward after the meeting and you know just say thank you goodbye um how much we appreciate him and you know he's a guy that gave me a shot at uh the school and you know, he came to my house and had dinner with me and my family. And, uh, you know, I played my first year of college football under him and, and he was great to me. And I thought, you know, everyone loved him. And, uh, I was sad to see him go. And, um, obviously he's doing pretty good now at, uh, Auburn. He's got that defense rolling, but, um, um, it's tough to go through a coaching change like that. Um, especially when it's your head coach, you know, it's kind of like, uh you know we all respected coach fish and he was a great coach but um it's it's just kind of like the the wheels of the train just kind of fall off and it's like wow like i don't know it's like what's gonna happen to all of you guys (laughs) you know it's like we're looking at coach fitch we're looking at coach dobson you know coach roof we're like so like yeah we're gonna finish out this season but like can we talk about like the elephant in the room like what, what what are y'all gonna do? Like, what, what's the plan after this? You know, it was just kind of like not something that we addressed. We had, you know, obviously it's an offense at the time. We're like, you know, we don't, don't want to get rid of Coach Fitch or whatever. But um, you know, obviously seeing what all had happened with, you know, Coach Lee and all the hype that he's bringing and his staff that he's brought on, I think, you know, as tough of a decision it was for uh, you know, Doctor Lee to make at the time, I think obviously this has worked out really well for us in our program and as much growing pain as we're feeling right now i think absolutely the process that coach lee has us on is you know the right process and um he's getting things done um as far as you know boosters go as far as uh, funding and uh, getting us facilities and i don't know how much of that was already in the works um but you know i feel like coach Lee's going to be the guy that gets us there, but you know, I'm I'm getting off topic. I, I, it is tough to go through those coaching changes and especially being asked to finish a season. Um, you know, you just got to, for the playing for the love of the game, you know, you're playing for pride, you're playing for, you know, not necessarily the wins and the losses, but you know, the excitement of playing football. And I think that was uh, the tough part of what, um, we had to struggle with last year. And uh, I thought, you know, our team did a good job fighting despite, you know, what had gone on. And, um, we still came out the next week and uh, played hard. I thought I never thought we ever mailed it in last season, but um, yeah, it's a uh, it's not something that's fun to go through during the middle of a season.
0: So, excuse me if I missed it, but was that like a thing where you guys got called to a noon meeting on Sunday, or how did that go down?
1: Yeah, I mean, we so Teamworks is like well, app we all got on our phones, and uh, it kind of has like our schedule for the day. And we got a Teamworks uh, message that there was a mandatory meeting at the indoor and we you know, had never had a meeting at the indoor. So everyone was like, "Uh oh, like, what's this about? And I didn't really know. I was like, wow, we're about to get our tails chewed out or maybe it was something about uh, Sarah, you know, because that had just happened the day before. And no one really knew. And so it kind of came as a shock whenever he was like, um, yeah, uh, I'm no longer going to be the head coach this year, whatever um so yeah it just kind of got laid on us really quick and um out of nowhere um i'd obviously had a few words with him and made you know had my little couple tears run down <laughs> whatever uh, it was it was a sad time i think you know everything about that was just hard to deal with the whole season all around
0: let's go into the mailbag if you're ready ken
1: yeah i'm ready
0: All right, our mailbag is sponsored by Sutherland & Belk, a family-owned injury law firm. If you or a loved one has been hurt in an accident, give Taylor or Russell a call at 615-846-6200. See what your rights are and if they can help. I think you have answered most of this one already, uh, but I'll let you wrap up loose ends here. Scott Derrick 10 says, how does your finger feel? (laughs)
1: just straight to the point. I like it. My finger feels good. (laughs) I mean, it's, uh, I I guess I don't know how much I'm allowed to, uh, talk about and I don't even know what people know. Like, I I guess they know it's my finger, (laughs) but, um, it's feeling better. It's feeling better every week. Um, and I'm getting there. I think I'm getting close to being where I need to be, uh, from performance standpoint. And so it's going to be up to the doctors and up to the coaches to determine if it's, you know, healthy and safe for me to play and also if i'm up to the standard of uh competition and uh, performance that i was at so um there's a couple things still going on with it but um i think it's getting better
0: bobby two times asks looking from the sidelines and not throwing anyone under the bus where do you see the most improvement on the team and where do you think the team needs to grow more
1: yeah i think um a lot of the stuff that improvement I've seen is I feel like we've been playing together um, better as sides of the ball. So like, you know, defense, you know, gets in a tough position or like they'll give up a score. Offense will kind of answer and get the drive going and go out and get a score themselves or we'll throw or turn the ball over on offense and defense will get a stop and give us good field positions and sets us up for another uh, attempt at a short field or a touchdown or something like that. Um, it's just different things like that. I feel like we're playing good complementary football, and that's you know something Coach Lee always talks about. Um, and so I think that's a uh, one thing that we need to keep building on. And it's not consistent all the way through the game, but um, uh, I think we've done a lot better job than we had in uh, previous weeks. And um, obviously, a point of improvement is going to be getting explosive plays. Um, you know, we we talk about the toxic differential. Um, Your explosive plays versus your turnovers and that's like the most important stat to winning when it comes to you know looking at winning football games and uh, We got to improve our explosive uh, plays and that's not just one guy That's not just throwing the football that can be running that can be throwing. It's you know the blocking up front It's the route running on the back end. It's the quarterback taking the right drop, making the right read and delivering the football and, um, you know, we just got to make it happen and it doesn't, and we've already talked about it, but it can't be your, you know, shot plays, your trick plays. It's gotta be your base place. It's gotta be the stuff that, you know, we feel comfortable calling routinely. And every now and then we're going to hit it just right. Everything that we've been coached to do, we execute it and it just hits. And it's, it's a, you know, what we call an explosive and an explosive for us is a 10 plus yard run or a 15 plus yard pass. And so that's those are the plays that we're looking to generate, and um, it's not you know any specific type, run or pass. It's just any of them. So, however, we got to get it. It's guys breaking tackles on the perimeter after you know we throw a hitch, and it's running backs you know making one guy miss at running the inside zone and getting it up to the third level safety and you know getting the first down. Um, so uh, there's there's things that we all can improve on. It's it's not one guy. That's a, that's going to be on the whole team to start doing that.
0: Let's see. Ann Arbor door asks, does coach Lee or any of the other coaches talk about patterning their approach after another successful program? I, or excuse me, EG Notre Dame, Wake Forest. And if so, who?
1: Yeah, no, I don't think um, we compare ourselves to any other program. I think coaches know what it looks like. I think coaches know what like winning and, um good cultures and good environments are supposed to look like as far as you know guys building each other up being competitive not being like toxic in any way um especially you know having like positive conversations around the team is important too but i mean it's never like oh this is how we did it at wake forest or look at what we did at wake forest or look at what we did at notre dame anything like that it's it's you know everything that we talk about is it's about us like, it's not about Georgia's. It's not about the Missouri's or the South Carolina's or the Florida's. Like, honestly, we could care less what they do. Like, we just got to go out and execute what we know how to do and perform our best level. And I think the game of football gets so much easier when you look at it from that level. You're not trying to figure out the exact defensive call that, you know, they're going to be running on this play. It's just like, all right, like, who's your reading? Like, we're reading the flat defender. So whether it's the corner, whether it's the outside backer, whether they roll down the safety and play cover three, like whoever the flat defender is who's ever standing over there, that's your read. You know, it's just like making things simpler like that. And obviously, you know, as a quarterback, I'm oversimplifying my job. But, you know, for the other ten guys on the field, it's just like, all right, what do you got to do on this play? Like, you got to hook the outside shoulder and pin the you know three technique down on this play. You got to – you know, push push the corner, five revolutions up and snap it off, get a comeback and get separation. It's just like, don't make it harder than it is. It's about us. It's not about anyone else, what anyone else is doing. Just focus on what we, we need to do. And I guess that's the message that has been at least been communicated to us.
0: Okay, I'll try not to get you in trouble this one, but it's too <laughs> fun not to ask. <laughs> okay doors alum asks congratulations athletic director seals you have been placed in charge of scheduling four non-conference football games per season which schools do you call to set up those games
1: <laughs> what in the world i don't even honestly i can't even begin to think of where i would answer this um i guess if i'm looking at non-conference i'm thinking like all right uh get some get some wins some confidence under your belt i don't know <laughs> I, I i probably wouldn't name programs because i'm not that in tune with how teams are doing honestly but um i feel like you give yourself one challenge moderate moderate challenge keep everyone healthy um and then if you can plan an easy game before your first uh, big opponent that that's how i would do it i don't know i obviously i have no clue what the um what the precedent is on this stuff so
0: I think you just earned yourself the promotion that the uh, listener had granted you there with the AD <laughs> tag by by being smart uh, about how you answered that.
1: Okay, good. Thank goodness. That was stressful.
0: <laughs> I figured you'd say, like, yeah, my best friend plays here. We'll schedule them. <laughs> that that would have been your easy out. But yeah, <laughs> but, but I'm not here to answer for you, Ken.
1: <laughs> that, that sounds like a great answer. I didn't even think about it. <laughs>
0: well in all seriousness that's the end of the the mailbag tonight as far as what i'm going to ask you any closing thoughts before we end the show tonight
1: no i um i feel good about where we're at and where we're at as a team um you know i think it's tough uh whenever you have the outcomes that we're having right now but you know i couldn't be m- more proud of how we're responding as a team and uh, the attitude that guys have right now so Um, As tough as it looks on the outside, you know, just know that the attitude and the culture on the inside is still just as strong as it has been all year. And um, I think that's, you know, to Coach Lee, um, his messaging, you know, constantly, you know, talking about winning the response. And, um, you know, I think everyone's hungry to go out and get a win and everyone feels like that we can. So uh, that's going to be the emphasis this week. And uh, we're all working for it. And uh, I know we can get there. And I'm confident. And my boys and uh, i'm confident in what we can do offensively and uh, we just gotta, gotta gotta go out and execute and so there's um there's a lot to the game of football and you can make it as easy or complicated as you want but um at the end of the day it's just comparing our preparation to the opponents and um making sure that i'm doing what i can to help this team get a win and um i feel good about it i'm excited i'm excited to play some football again it feels like forever
0: it does feel like it's been a while. Uh, well, we we got three games left, and when we talk next week, there'll wow. be two two left, and you'll have played Kentucky, and we sure look forward to doing that show next week.
1: It's going by fast. Oh, my gosh. It is.
0: It is. I know. Well, Ken, we appreciate you being with us tonight, and again, we look forward to seeing you next week.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Chris.